Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Here was Cal McNair yesterday on the drive shortly after the hiring of D'Amico Ryans was announced. He will be the next Texans head coach. Cal McNair said, very excited about D'Amico, but it is about winning football games. It was a process. We spent a lot of time working on it. NFL has a lot of rules, which we followed and embraced. Uh, we tried to be transparent with you guys and our fans. We had to cast our net pretty wide and did a lot of interviews on each one of them. I congratulate. There's going to be a lot of head coaches out of this group that we visited with. But we felt D'Amico was a perfect fit for us and our organization because of his leadership, his character. We know him. And, you know, it's it fun to bring him home. And so um, I did like the process. It worked really well with Nick. He did a great job. And um, at the end of the day, though, Clint, it's going to be about winning. And we're going to have to go out there and show it on the field. But um, this is an exciting day for me and I hope for y'all and all our fans. Yeah, I mean, this has been universally, I think, believed to be one of the greatest days in franchise history. Yeah, it's um, and, and there's something about this. I told you when I was on the, with that, that podcast, We're Just Fans, the We're Just Fans podcast, I, I kind of came to the realization as I was talking to those guys who were all big Texans fans about how much of it, you know, when we go through and you and I almost have spreadsheets of different coaching attributes and resume items and everything, and you start to try to turn it into a science of some sort, a lot of it really is more like just any human relationship where you got to go with your gut in a lot of ways. You got to have maybe some certain prerequisites and some things that are deal breakers, but you got to go with your gut. And just by virtue of knowing D'Amico and knowing, I think, how rare of a person he is, that's information that you can't necessarily have about anybody else. But it's worth pointing out, I don't think that people people don't speak about any of those other candidates in the same manner or using the same terms that they use to describe D'Amico. And when you're hiring a head coach, you're not hiring an offensive coordinator. You're not hiring a defensive coordinator. You're not hiring the the, the pep talk giver in chief. There are all of those things that go into it. Um, and temperament, personality, leadership ability, all of that stuff, as well as technical expertise goes into it. And D'Amico's that rare guy that checks off like all the boxes, both on the feeling side of things, but then also on the spreadsheet side of things. Yes. Because he's just – his. Okay, great. He had the number one defense. As far as X's and O's goes, he's fine. And, yes, I know somebody out there is saying, yeah, but look at how talented they were. There's plenty of other talented defenses out there with just as much talent. It's a matter of actually tying it all together. I'm not saying that he would be number one every single year, all year. But he's shown that X's and O's expertise. Um, and then on the on the leadership side of it, we've just got – 
over a decade of quotes about D'Amico just gushing about how rare an individual he is. So, Everywhere yeah, he's been. Yeah, Everywhere. yeah. Yeah. So, and also, you know, and there's a, I, I think as Cal's talking there, there's a little bit of that, you know, if we're going to treat this like a, a romantic relationship, it's like the, the movie where all of a sudden you realize that the girl next door was the one that you've been looking for all the time. Yes. Sure, yeah. Sean Payton can come in and tramp it up for you. You know, he's easy. You know, he'll, he'll do anything for $20 million. And uh, that's, you know, there's a certain, you know, MILF appeal to him, I guess. But ultimately, ultimately, goes <laughs> somebody that uh, you actually truly know. Yeah. Just- Picturing Peyton taking his shirt off in a sultry fashion, and it's not good. <laughs> not good at all. Played by Kevin, what's his face there? <laughs> Costner? No. Kevin, oh, James. Uh, Kevin James. Kevin James, yes. Yeah. yeah, he did play him. Uh, not good. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you on a, uh, on a, on a Wednesday. Um, let's get to, we got people wanting to weigh in here on the hire of D'Amico Ryans. Our guy Pedro is up in... Uh, up in Dallas. Pedro, you can strut around Dallas a little bit today. The Texans did something yes. good. Yes, I can. This is a great day. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I'm snowed in, so I got nothing but time right now. Um, so, okay, so the D'Amico hire, I'm, I'm very happy as a Texans fan. Uh, the, the stuff you guys have laid out is perfect. The X of the nose, he, he does such a good job in an offensive league. Um, I, he's a, he, everything you hear, he, he's a leader of men. Um, and the, the one thing I haven't heard enough of, and this is just my take, I'm a married man, I'm married to a strong woman, it seems like Hannah's putting her, her stamp on this team, uh, which I greatly appreciate, um, and she's not too bad on the eyes, but I'm, I'm really excited about the direction of the team. Uh, go Texans and the Cowboys suck. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Yo, thanks, Pedro. I appreciate what. it. I was about to say, I was about to say, you know what, I, I do believe it's a sign of the times that, like, I don't know, back in... Uh, People used to give Nancy Reagan guff for maybe uh, g- giving Ronald too much, uh, too much advice because I, I feel like obviously that's a different dynamic. Um, but I think there was also like a certain just misogyny built into a lot of that where uh, I feel like 40 years later or so, people are kind of like, oh, that's a strong woman who knows what she's talking about and uh, isn't afraid to say it. Uh, I like her. I think Hannah's approval rating is really high right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think oh, she- yeah. Is Hannah – yeah, does Hannah – would would this have happened without Hannah? Um, I I think it could have. I mean, we're I'm not we're not privy to the behind the scenes of how the whole thing came down. I I'm just I'm more talking about she was obviously involved in all these things because they're yeah. they're a tandem. I mean, any any time they talk about the interviews I'm, and the process, I'm not trying to drive a wedge between. Kel no, and I Hannah know you're not. It. Like <laughs> who's who's the most who's the more important McNair anyway? I'm not, and I'm not implying that. No, I'm just that. saying is that the team like the team of those two? Yeah. Perhaps maybe it wouldn't have happened. Maybe it's just it's worked out for the best that those two as a team seem to they, they seem to have been a huge part of getting this done. For sure. No, I I just think I think she's. I think she's a really good adjunct to Cal. Like when he does things like interviews on the radio, like they they vibe together really, really well in those public forums. I hold on a second. You do a monologue. I'm going to power rank with the McNairs and have you. Uh, oh, we'll do. Oh, we'll play that. I'm gonna go to the phones. I'm going to let other people gonna... talk. <laughs> I texted I gotta... you my power rankings already. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go back to the phones. Wood is in Alvin. Wood, welcome into Pain and Pendercast. 
fellas, this is probably the third greatest day in Houston, Texas history. The first is when the 2002, the Texans came to the Houston organization and we had football here. The second was when we drafted Deshaun Watson. D'Amico Ryan is going to move up to be number two after he'd be here a good six, seven, eight years. I mean, I think once they decided, the Monero family, once they decided to fire Jack in the middle of the season, that's when this organization started to make smart football decisions once again. After the season, they let Lovey go. There's no way I wanted to give up a number one pick for uh, Sean Payton. I didn't want that at all. I wanted to meet Ryan. And, I mean, I've been talking with uh, my ticket agent, uh, Brandon. I mean, we've been going back and forth. I mean, you can know I, how excited I am. You've been letting me know the phones are ringing once again. Uh, there are tickets. Uh, season ticket holders want to come back onto the team and come back and get their season tickets. I'm trying to upgrade mine and, and go from five to six tickets now. You know, mm. but hey, I'm loving it, the excitement. I'm loving the direction we're going. It's a strong possibility. In two years, we're going to be back in the playoffs because that's what I see uh, D'Amico being capable of doing. He's like a young uh, 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 tumbling up there in Pittsburgh. He's coming in here with excitement. He's coming in here with a direction. He's coming in here with a plan, and he's going to put this team together. And him and Nick, I think, can work together. I'm not a big Nick Casario fan, but I do believe Nick is understanding he has a football man in here now who knows what to do, and he's going to sit back, and they're going to work together, put a team together, not go out here and bring in all these old geriatric players that ain't worth a dime. They're going to put a team together. They're going to put a coaching staff together who can coach these young players up. Wood, appreciate the phone call. That was one of your best phone calls, Wood. That was a that was a, uh, a good call right there. I have this sense him. Uh, I, I like this image of Wood and his ticket agent going back and forth over yeah. these last few months. Like his ticket agent was his name Brandon. Brandon checking back in. I've got this image now in my head of like the the season ticket office for the Texans being like the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Just like people going crazy on the phones. Like, they got two landlines, one up to each ear. To, Bidding against each yeah, other. Yeah, better that because I feel like the last two years it's probably been more like one eight hundred therapy. Like they've, they, like it's like a, a therapist call, like over the phone, like trying to you know talk them off the ledge from being a you know because of the Texans the last yeah, couple of years. That or just like a dusty place with one old lady named Eunice working the phone. Right, you know, right. Like and she's surprised when sure the phone you have rings. The right number. Right, yeah. right. And they're and she answers and they're yelling at her and she goes, "But we're a corporation." Yeah. And, <laughs> um. I actually got a DM from a former Texan season ticket holder. I'm not going to put their name out there, but I just think it's my hope is that this is indicative of what's going on over there today because there's a lot of people in that ticket office and in that building that we're obviously friendly with and very fond of. This particular uh, Twitter follower DM'd me a screen grab of his purchase of season tickets yesterday, and here's what he said, Seth. I bought season tickets yesterday, I'm not going to lie, and yes, D'Amico was the reason. I needed a semblance of competency before I dip my toe back in the water, the ticket rep called me. Uh, the ticket rep called me. The tickets I purchased needed a subsequent PSL purchase, which I gladly turned over. And we nerded out over the hire for like 15 minutes. <laughs> LOL. Now, this, this was interesting, too. Keep in mind, I've been one of the harshest critics on the hiring and firing of, on the hiring of two black uh, puppet coaches, scared scared me because it seemed eerily similar to things we've seen in the past. Um, but uh, we got to acknowledge, I'm sorry, this font is so small. 
we got to acknowledge the sensibilities on both sides. I've never been more happy to be wrong about an inclination about my football team. Right, and as far as that goes, you know, like the I, it's it's impossible to combat that feeling that people had when okay, you're hiring black coaches in a situation when it's impossible to do well and uh, like it's it ends up just being bad for everybody if if that's what you're doing. But then at the same time. What if you're just genuinely just trying to – you just wanted to hire this coach and he's a black coach? There's no way to prove that to anybody. Right. You know, short of a uh, of, of, of memo somehow. I don't know. Um, so I guess that's, that's just a, a, like an ugly part of the reality of the way things have been and the way things are going to be scrutinized. Uh, it's, it's good that there is scrutiny of these things. Sure. I think that for the moment – we don't have to worry about that anymore, and we can just think about football things and so nice. be excited. And I appreciate the multiple people pointing out that D'Amico hasn't won a game yet. I get that. I, uh, I got to tell you, I'm just a simple football player, and I, I hadn't quite understood or realized the way things Hold work. Hold on a second. In, uh, but it, apparently it's true that D'Amico as a head gotta, coach is, okay. is 0-0. I got to fact check that. I'm not and, sure. Uh, right. And that we haven't actually uh, had any actual success with him yet. There it's, it is. Uh, look, yeah. look, man. You're Right. This is the reason. This zero is the reason you um, you go on a date and get excited about it. I don't know if anybody that there's anybody that just texted me because there's at least six different phone numbers here um, that D'Amico hasn't won a game yet, or people are excited, and we don't even know if D'Amico is going to be a good coach. Have you ever had a human relationship? Did you ever allow yourself to get excited uh, about a person that you might end up marrying someday? God forbid, did you ever actually ask somebody to marry you without knowing for sure how it was all going to work out? Stop living your lives in misery, you you cold I, and heartless fools. Yeah, I, You're missing out. Life is short, man. Dude, Let yourself get excited a little bit. Absolutely. I feel sorry for I'm not. I'm, I'm not even blowing yeah. smoke here. Like, I feel sorry for people. If you're a Texan fan, like if you're just... If you're dispassionate about the whole thing and you're just observing it rationally and that's your take, yeah. fine. If you're a Texan fan and your take is like, well, he hasn't even won a game yet, guys, then I feel bad for you. Like, this is what sports is about. It's about yeah. the roller coaster. Allow yourself to feel good about this for a couple of days. The last three years have sucked. It's been horrible. This is a Sean, great day. That, I feel like the way that those people make love is to have somebody administer anesthesia um, and then have a big, burly Eastern European woman come in and ravage their bodies. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, when they wake up, they're informed of how it went. Okay. And uh, they say, that was good. That was good that it, it I did was, that. Yeah, that yeah. Was... And they definitely schedule it. It's never yes, done it's spontaneously. It's 100% scheduled. Yeah. They got to pay. Well, yeah. Look, the exchange rate's not what it used to be. Right. A, you can't just grab some, any Eastern European named Helga. Correct. You get a, you know, like a, a Helga, Helga or um, basically anybody from like 1970s Bulgaria. Mm -hmm. Helga. <laughs> any Helgas out is there? Is Helga an Eastern European? Is that like a Czechoslovakian name or is that more of like a, a, a Viking name? Text in. 713 Vikings, text in. Yeah. <laughs> if any of you Vikings are listening No, I'm serious. There. Like, okay, you haven't got excited because he hasn't won a game yet. Yeah, like that's anticipation is what it's all about, man. hundred like percent. If you don't anticipate something, you don't actually enjoy it when you when you get it. Yep. It's just something that happened to you. Yep. I feel like bad for you. your Helga date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, seven one three five seven two four six ten. We'll get to more of you guys weighing in on this. A very happy day for a lot of Texan fans out there. D'Amico Ryan's is the new head coach again. Quick programming notes: 
Um, we've got uh, the press conference is going to be tomorrow at 4 o'clock out at NRG Stadium. So we'll be carrying that for you live here on Sports Radio 610. A little later in the day than press conferences normally take place. But I, D'Amico, I think, had to travel back to the West Coast, get his family, and get back here. So 4 o'clock uh, tomorrow uh, is the press conference. And then 7.30 a.m. tomorrow, we'll have Chris Myers, former Texan center and D'Amico Ryan's teammate, on the show. Um, in 7.30 a.m. on Friday, we will have Nick Casario, Texans GM, on the show. And Nick always is very generous with his time. So we have plenty of topics to get into with the um, Texans GM, who I'm very happy for today as well. I, I would be curious, and this is something we can carry for the rest of the show or into tomorrow. There were a lot of people out there, a big faction of people, I think, that were starting to that were starting to um, – starting to rail against Casario, you know, saying, hey, you fire two coaches, you can't have a chance to hire a third, this team's still in shambles. Fire the GM. Does the hiring of D'Amico Ryans affect the view of Casario for those people? I want to talk about that. We'll hear more from you guys. Um, Also, the players, current and past, are raving about this hire. We'll have that for you as well. You're listening to Payne and Pendergast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, uh, the reaction pouring in on the uh, hire of D'Amico Ryans, uh, J.J. Watt, uh, who had been tweeting quite a bit about D'Amico leading up to the hire, of course tweeted a picture of the two of them uh, just a couple of days ago. He tweeted this. Reached, he retweeted Adam Schefter's reporting of the hire and said, let's go, all caps, exclamation points galore. You want to re-energize and reignite the incredible Houston fan base? This is a hell of a start. Cannot wait to see what Miko does, one of the best teammates and leaders I've ever been around. Hashtag H-Town, H-Town 
emoji, finger gesture emoji. Um, that's JJ. Chester Pitts, who was kind of a wet blanket earlier this week when we were all getting our hopes up that D'Amico Ryans would come here. He tweeted out to you know, just let the process play out and chill out for a little bit. I don't like chilling out, Chester. I like the old Chester being back with all these exclamation points. you got to love it. Congrats to my guy, Miko El Capitan. Great day in the city. I know he will do whatever it takes to make sure the Texans win a Super Bowl. Laramie Tunsil with a mere let's go with the smoke coming out of the nostrils emoji, which a lot of people have interpreted several different ways today on the text page. Um, Titus Howard, yes, sir, with five fire emojis. Wade Smith with complimentary uh, tweets about D'Amico Ryans. And Jonathan Grenard. Also with a, a nice tweet about D'Amico as well. So. I also, former teammate of D'Amico Ryan's, chose to I chose to observe D'Amico Day by uh, retweeting praise from others and then also giving D'Amico credit for the Harris County Commissioners voting unanimously to lower tolls by 10% across several tolling that's points. That's D'Amico did that? And to offer free easy tags. So <laughs> I said that. I basically, that happened. That happened within like 20 minutes of D'Amico being announced as the hire. So yes. you can't tell me you can't tell me that he didn't spark that change. No, totally, dude. He affected change, as annoying people like to say about things. He did two things. He forced the Denver Broncos to settle for Sean Payton, and he drove Harris County to re- reducing tolls on the tollway. They're all intertwined. They're all <laughs> part of the same. Tapestry. It's all everything's coming together, man. Everything's right. coming together. Soon the potholes will be fixed. Yep. Yeah, I fear sometimes no. that we're going to have like a William Wallace uh, effect here with D'Amico. By the time that press conference at 4 o'clock tomorrow rolls around, D'Amico's going to walk in, and you're going to lean over to me, and he's like, you told me he was 10 foot tall. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, he's he just a man, Sean. He's just a man. Bolts of lightning from his eyes and thunder from his arse. Yeah. Arse. <laughs> yeah. Um, seven one three five seven. If he, if he rides in on a Clydesdale. Oh, it's over. That's it. I don't, I'm buying all the season tickets. If he rides in on a Clydesdale, they're definitely going over four and a half wins this year. But if he rides in on a on an uncastrated bull. Yes, that would be <laughs> like one of the ones out front. Right, right. An anatomically correct bull. Exactly. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, this is who I've been waiting to hear from when we ask people to call in. We're going to get to you guys if you're on hold. But Larry and Stafford is on the line, and I know it's been a tumultuous three years for Larry and Stafford. <laughs> I can only imagine how he feels today. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, son, Seth, it's just like as rainy as it is outside, it's like a sunny day for your boy in Stafford, man. Let, let, let me say this. Um, there was only uh, a certain person or a type of person that could reunite and spark this entire fan base to start having hope again, and they went out and got the most perfect person to do it in D'Amico Ryan. And, and the funny thing about it is, we were all willing to accept Lovey and, uh, you know, that whole you know movement that they were trying to do over there yesterday. But when that announcement came over for D'Amico Ryan yesterday and it was finally a done deal, everybody that I engaged with yesterday was on cloud nine. And Cal and Hannah deserve a lot of praise for just I'm finally understanding that it wasn't about us not wanting to support the Texans. We have been diehard supporters of that franchise since – the, the moment that Bob McNair announced that he had won it from L.A. And to have these last three years of misery finally removed from our, our existence is one of the most glorious things that has ever happened to this city. And I'll tell you this. Son, you was on the air when I called in about when we got Deshaun Watson yeah. 
and how excited I was about Deshaun Watson being our quarterback and what it felt like for that franchise, like it was going to be a new day. This whole thing with D'Amico Ryan, for me, surplants that because at this point we know that we got somebody that we can build with. There's no reason for us not to have hope anymore. It's all about being able to go over there on Kirby and enjoy football again and not sit over there in just straight misery feeling like that there was no hope. And that's what the last three years have felt like. Yesterday for me, I told everybody, man, I drunk so much crown yesterday and then, and then me and my wife came home, and y'all know what happened when she got to the crib. Yeah. So it was just one of those things, man. It was time to unleash a whole bunch of frustration that allowed for a whole bunch of joy. I can't wait to number 59 get his ass over there and have that press conference because if you don't know about D'Amico, here's what you should know. He's always been destined for this, and he got one of the greatest smiles in the history of the world. And Seth, I don't give a damn about what Acho is talking about. His ass is crazy anyway, and I'll howl. Uh, Larry, appreciate it. In the spirit of Braveheart, Larry announcing to the world he declared prima nocta on his household. I, was, I know. I, was, I got a little nervous when we talked about him, what he was going to unleash. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was good. I am, I am happy for the Larrys of the world, the, the people who continue to show up at the stadium last year, the people that live and die by this team. You think of what those folks have had to endure over the last three years. They, they've had to endure more weird decisions, settling for, settling for D-plus hires, um, weirdness, uh, just uh, all kinds of stuff from Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby ruining the roster of this team to Deshaun Watson quitting on the team and then and then uh, and then getting sued by thirty women, making himself untradeable. The David Culley era, the Lovey Smith era, the Jack Easterby thing, the whole nine yards. This is all crammed into like a two and a half year period for these people. And to have a day like they're getting today, I, that, those are the people immediately when this hire was announced yesterday, that's immediately who I thought of. Man, I'm so happy for the people whose emotional well-being fluctuates based on what the football team is doing. Yeah, there's a, I guess the, it, there's a feeling of helplessness, you know, obviously when you're a fan because you can do nothing about any of it and just kind of sit by and observe. I think the swing in approval rating for – Cal and Hannah McNair is maybe the most remarkable and, and perhaps unpredictable thing because at times when you're down as a fan, you feel like everything sucks and you just, you know, you want to lash out and blame her. Sometimes even you and I get it, Sean. You and me. Can you believe that? People lash out at us. That's crazy. I don't We're believe- sensitive, damn I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, uh, it's just, it's nice to have this honeymoon. So yeah, and that's the other great thing. It's a honeymoon it's a honeymoon through at least September, and I do think I, you know, I don't. Regardless of how the Texans fare this year, they're still going to be playing a whole bunch of rookies. Um, I think that it might not feel as different, even if they're struggling, as perhaps it did this past year. Because Lovey Smith, like I want to acknowledge that I think Lovey Smith did a pretty good job with an unwinnable situation. There are going to be there were very obvious things that. It felt like he wasn't the guy to move forward with. But at the same time, compared to what it was the year before, there was a level of respectability, I think, with Lovey Smith and the way things were being run that, that I would want to acknowledge. That part of it um, 
And look, and, and he knew what he was getting into, too. For sure. Like, Lovey's no idiot. Okay? No, no. Lovey got a nice payday. He's out being of very well compensated. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Lovey went from not being uh, a candidate at all to all of a sudden getting a nice, was it a three or four year deal? Whatever yeah, it was. Whatever yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Fully yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he'll he be fine. He'll be just fine. Um, you mentioned the, the popularity, you know, Cal and Hannah. I think if, if Cal's popularity has taken a swing. Um, I think part of it is it's very clear, especially with listeners of this station, it's very clear he listens to the station. He dropped an antibodies to you on us when he was in oh, the yeah. studio. Uh, he, he had this to say yesterday when he was on with The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I got to say this, though. Hold on, show. Yes. Hold on, show. Hold on, show. Larry, Larry well, lost that, it. Thanks. Yeah. That, that's, and that's appropriate that we do that after Larry and Stafford comes on because that's Larry, is that, that's one of my favorite drops that Tyler put just out of nowhere. Hold on, show. Cal <laughs> likes it, too. <laughs> What's the Larry and show relationship like? Uh, I think that- good. Okay, I'm always curious with new guys. I haven't heard them. I don't think I've heard Larry on when he's called into their show. Um, just when when people are some somewhat new. Yeah, show's been, has it been three years now? Yeah, show's been here. Yeah, show got here during COVID back in like the spring of 2020. Everything yeah. since 2020 feels like it happened either yesterday or 27 years ago. <laughs> yes, especially anything Texans yeah, related. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. You were you were you were talking about Lovey Smith getting fired uh, before the show today. Yeah. And, and I was like, in my mind, that was like four months ago. Right, right. No, it was like three weeks it was, ago. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, it was basically this month. It was right. uh, like, it was if, if it weren't for, uh, yeah, yesterday, it was this month. Yeah. Do you think uh, Do you think that Nick Casario has gotten a bump up in the eyes of people who wanted him fired in the last couple of weeks based on this hire? Um, I think that people, okay, people that would have issues with Casario um, would have issues with the draft picks. Um, for one, with the draft picks. The other part, though, is, and this is the hard one to figure, is just the general strategy of the last two years. You know, because it wasn't operated like a complete tank, and I approve of that strategy. I honestly think football, more so than any of the other sports, is not as a, a, a true tank doesn't benefit Gotta you try. as much. Yeah. yeah, like it's. I think the culture matters too much. The physical injury part of it matters. I mean, you try to tank in football. That awesome young talent that you know in the NBA might be a point guard who can still keep playing. But your awesome young talent in football gets their brains knocked literally out of their ears. Yes, their brains will trickle out of their ears yep. when you're on a team that's trying to tank. Seeping. Yes. Yes. I'm not using literally incorrectly. I'm talking about brain matter flying out of somebody's eardrum Correct. as they get hit. Yep. So. Um, I don't think that you can fully tank, but I think this strategy of the last couple of years where you're signing a whole bunch of journeyman free agents to one-year deals or two-year deals was a, a controlled tank or a controlled reset where you're trying to have some semblance of respectability um, but also be able to develop your younger players. Aside from not getting them injured, you want them to, to develop as much as possible. Yes. So, But a lot of people have issues with that, with that, um, that strategy. And yeah. the other thing, too, is... And, and we saw this with the Astros. Whenever anybody comes in and the strategy is to either tank or reset, they will have very, very little support because they are unproven to anybody. So just as it was with the Astros, when they had 0.0 TV ratings, 
nobody trusted that Luna was actually going to pull it off, or very few people did. Once they pull it off, it all makes sense in hindsight. Right now, I think a lot of people are at that stage with Casario where they don't really trust him to be the rebuild guy. Um, this this next year, I think, will be obviously pivotal in a lot of ways. Huge. It's a huge year for Nick Casario, no question. Especially if they're going to take a quarterback in the draft. This is his biggest year yet, no doubt. Uh, Payne and Pendergast with you. We'll find out what they got going on, on in the loop. We had an ode earlier to the D'Amico hire from a caller. I'm looking on hold here. It looks like there's another ode on the line. I'm here for it. Hey, let's celebrate ode anyway. Ode to odes. Ode to odes. So we've got another ode uh, to D'Amico Ryans that we'll get to. We'll find out what Landry Locker and Wade Smith in for John Lopez again today, what they've got going on on the show. I'd imagine it's a lot of D'Amico Ryans talk because that is the big celebratory point today. We roll on here and uh, finish things up here on a Wednesday. Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. We're here for the odes, the odes to D'Amico Ryan. This was a little earlier this hour. JB and Katie called in with this ode to the uh, hire of D'Amico Ryan's. JB, you're up on Payne and Pendergast. How you doing? What's up, guys? Love the show. Thank you. An ode to D'Amico. Hiring D'Amico as head coach is the best case scenario. Now that Hannah and Cal took the reins from Casario. Hope and excitement have been restored down on Kirby, exercising past demons like O'Brien and Easterby. Texan fans no longer hang their heads down in shame, texting our approval on the trailer wheel and break. <laughs> okay, that's good. That uh, the fact that he uh, the fact that he shouted out a sponsor was big, big time. Yeah, I yeah. I, I I I would prefer if he weren't so pitchy while he did it, but still, that's it okay. Was good. I, I, yeah, and I yeah. would prefer if it was one of my personal sponsors. Could could yeah. you have not worked Dr. Ben Salento in there somehow? Can, you got things... something against Churrasco? What the right, hell? That's yeah. right. Um, so that was uh, that was the ode from JB, which has uh, has drawn people to the uh, to the phone lines here. Here is Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy in Austin is uh, wants to check in on the uh, D'Amico hire. Jimmy, what's going on? Hey, guys. Hey, I was listening to the local uh, 90s hip-hop station this morning, and I swear I heard this ode to our new coach hire. So I thought I'd share what I, what I heard, man. Okay. Uh, they had two live crew live in the studio, and uh, they sang something <laughs> like this. I'm a Houston Texans fan. I've been waiting a while. The boys on Kirby finally went with style. Finally got a coach that can bring the party. And Dr. Ben Salento said, D'Amico for me. Oh, D'Amico for me. Oh, D'Amico for me. Oh, D'Amico for me. We love you, Coach Ryan. 
feel, feel no, guilty. Jimmy, guilty. Jimmy I feel lost. Gross. No. no. <laughs> I, uh, you know what Better I respect? Stuff. He clearly altered the lyrics when we requested current sponsors be involved in all of these. Oh, movies. I thought that was the whole reason you played him. No, he, I had, had no idea. Oh, good for him. I had no idea. That's good, too, because you know what? There's a little bit of, uh, like, obviously we'd love to honor our Houston rap legends, but given that we're going to have Chris Myers, University of Miami guy, uh, on, <laughs> and that Andre Johnson, I'm guessing, has been a big part. Of, he's been uh, an increasing presence around the team in the last couple of years. I'm guessing that now it'll only increase. So another University of Miami guy. Uh, the two live crew is appropriate. We'll, a, lot of, large, a lot of University of Miami legendary attached to this team. We'll bump in with that tomorrow when we bring Chris on the show. <laughs> How do we explain to the kids uh, exactly the connection between two live crew and the University of Miami football? Uh, I would direct them to the 30 for 30 uh, like, of the U. <laughs> oh, I never watched that. Dude. Oh. It's a top fiver. It's, yeah. It's, well, there's two of them. There's one for the there's one for the era back when Jimmy Johnson was there. That's the two live crew era. I saw era. that. No, okay. I saw Yeah, yeah. There's, okay. there's that one. And then there's a yeah. second one for the era that had Andre and Chris Myers and I, all those I guys. saw that one, and okay. then, but, but I forgot that, yeah, two live crew was predating them. Yes. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's really good. Or at good. least as publicly they were. Two live crew had to go underground a little bit. Well, can you imagine two live crew uh, and if the U were what it was if the U were now what it was then with NIL, like how much yeah. money Luther Campbell would be dropping on all the Miami players? Holy smokes. You know what? To bring this back to D'Amico, he went to Alabama, and I had forgotten that he didn't actually play for Nick Saban. Uh, we talked about this the other day. Nick Saban came in uh, the year that, that D'Amico got drafted. But D'Amico – so D'Amico wasn't there, you know, for the the, the restored glory of Alabama – but still very, very well regarded there. I had seen a couple articles in it, like mentioning about like kind of like wild card scenarios with D'Amico Ryans where maybe he could be he could come in as defensive coordinator with a promise of being head coach or something. Like he's uh just as an indication of how universally admired D'Amico is, even though D'Amico wasn't associated with the great Alabama teams, like he was that well regarded then and then obviously just people that people from Alabama who also you know, lower themselves to follow the NFL from now and then uh, understand how well D'Amico is done. Yeah, he's yeah. he's something else, man, no doubt. Um, Indianapolis and Arizona are still looking for head coaches. Yeah. that was. A, did I ask that question of John wrong the first time? Did no, I well, you, you okay. I, I, when you asked it, I'm like, I, John might interpret this to mean the openings on the staff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, always, I, I knew what well, you meant. I know, but part of it was I kind of lost my nerve because I've missed out on a lot of news. Like I didn't know, I didn't even know Sean Payton had been hired until maybe like three hours after the fact last night. Oh, I was really? Kind of scour. I vaguely knew I had seen a headline or yeah. something, but I was so dialed in, I was late to the party on the D'Amico stuff. Yeah, because I was, I was. Uh, disconnected electronically for a couple hours. Good for you. Um, so I was kind of just zoned in on that. So anyway, um, yeah, so I just, I, I didn't know if I had missed an announced hire or something, but we're into February now and there are still three open coaching positions. It's, uh, it's two. down to be crunch time. Two, two, two open coaching yep, positions. Two, yeah, yeah, two. Denver, Denver, Houston and Carolina have filled theirs and Indy and Indy and Arizona. And I, Seth, here's the thing. They don't look like they're close at all to filling these jobs. Like Indianapolis just narrowed their list down from like sixteen to seven yesterday. Yeah. Um, this does feel like a big dog and pony show to eventually hire Jeff Saturday. We'll see. And then Arizona, I have no idea what direction Arizona is going. Like Arizona just put in a request to do a first interview with Lou Anarumo, the DC in Cincinnati, two days ago. Like they, 
Those two, honestly, those two searches feel like the Texan searches from the last couple years, where you're like, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> well, and, you know, the, the question would be, okay, well, what's the big hurry? you got to fill out a staff. I mean, teams, I think, are, are more receptive to letting one of their guys go for another job if they've got somebody else that they can scramble to get. It just it, it gets harder and harder logistically in a lot of ways. And then you also want your head coach to be involved in the scouting process, getting on board with all – like getting your scouting staff and your coaching staff to be speaking the same language. Even. Yeah. Um, they got, this is how it goes with a lot of scouting staffs and coaching staffs. They spend a lot of time initially just being sure that they're on the same page when it comes to, okay, if I say a player is explosive, what does that mean to you? And then the scout says, well, it means that, you know, I think that he's this fast. They're like, oh, well, that's interesting because when I say he's explosive, he means this. So now go ahead and do that with every word in the scouting vocabulary. Yeah. And, um, and then go out and try to do all that before the combine. Sam Fran getting knocked out in the conference title game, I think, is a big, a big help to the Texans. I mean, yeah. they probably could have they probably could have identified and named D'Amico Ryan's the head coach, but that he basically gets to get started on being the Texans' head coach this week is huge. It worked out about as well as you could hope, if in terms of hoping for your uh, your new favorite coaches immediate failure to lose it was it was it, there was <laughs> Sorry, no pal. way they were, they were going up against the most balanced team in the nfl yeah. without a functioning quarterback in in the year 2023 yeah that's hard to do right um when your your quarterback can't feel his throwing hand he's nope. trying to play the stranger with the football sean that's right <laughs> that's right uh landry locker is here uh today is a joyous day uh it's an excellent day yeah. excellent excellent day yeah um, it was fun doing radio with you last night. It was, was. good. They, like was. right after the announcement, and it's, we I, got a press conference tomorrow. I, I do want to say one thing that got kind of buried in this. Yeah. Seth got headline porn like crazy yesterday. I oh. did. Seth got got headline porn. Be, uh, oh, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't touch on that today. The, uh, I got it. Wasn't just headline. It was the the article itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I, you and I, Sean, thanks for bringing that up, Landry. Yesterday, we kind of jokingly acted like Ross Tucker was a monster for stealing one of my takes, even though Ross had told us that he was going to steal my take, and and it was on the Dan Patrick show that he did it. But somebody wrote an article in which it sounds like I am just taking Ross Tucker to task <laughs> by using my actual quotes, but they were all said in jest. Yeah. It was uh, it was rough, man. It it's, was a rough look for both me and Ross it's Tucker. It's hilarious honestly. because my buddy Ken Carmen in Cleveland, that happened to him with the same thing, and he was literally kidding around because his co-host does play-by-play. And Ken Carmen was jokingly saying, man, I could be as good as Jim Nance and all them. I want to do play-by-play. I'm jealous of you. And they wrote it as if this this loud this loud mouth radio host is saying that he's better than Jim Nance at play by play, and he doesn't even do play by play. Dude, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> do they not have a sense of humor? I mean, Seth was this. I was thinking about this a lot. No, with, it's a quote, but it's like, dude, he's he, no, they're he's laughing sarcastic. and they're kidding. Totally, totally. And then when because Ross was the one who brought the article to our attention yesterday, we get a group text from Ross Tucker, and Ross sends the article to us. And I, I, I haven't gone back and listened. Maybe I should. I'm like, I mean, I thought we were using a tone in that segment. Uh, yeah. It seemed like we were joking. Like we were laughing and we were saying stuff that was so absurd that, of course, like this is what I. These are the direct quotes from the article. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious what kind of a boss Ross Tucker is. Like what kind of a manager he's the manager who takes your ideas and then sends them up one level without any attribution whatsoever. 
This is what you get from those Princeton types. This is what this is how they got where they are in the world. Now I, I see that it's been edited. So at the end now it says Payne joked. Oh, okay. oh, there you go. I don't believe. Let's see. I, maybe maybe I missed it the first time, but uh, I don't believe that was how it was originally. Written. And that's the last. That's the last sentence in the article. Payne okay, joked. so who comes across as a bigger jerk in the article, Ross or you? I think me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're super sensitive. <laughs> Everybody knows Seth Payne because it makes you sound like you think your takes are freaking gold. Like oh, he's. Stealing my material, like you're a comedian, yeah. or you're stealing your jokes, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. What's going on on the show today? Dude? Oh, you already know. Namiko yeah. Ryans. Uh, we got to celebrate two deaths, too, because there have been two deaths today. Okay. One today and one yesterday, and they're good deaths. It's good. Oh. It's things that we can put to rest oh, beautiful. Uh, that are great. And by the way, screw Tom Brady. Me and Smitty are arguing in there. He's t- Dude, he's been getting his retirement flowers for 10 years. I don't need to. I, we, bye-bye. Peace yeah. out to the side. That's, that's like a Z topic. We did breaking news on it. We lamented the fact that we would have to share a trip to Canton with a bunch of drunk chowds. And then it was D'Amico Day all over again. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye-bye, so. Brady. Yep. yep. All right. We are, we're done. We're out of time. Seth, antibodies to you? Antibodies to the whole city. And, uh, and gosh, I, I want D'Amico to ride in on a unicorn tomorrow. To Do you ever? Oh, you want, you want him to ride in on an animal so badly you can taste it. All right. <laughs> a, uh, not the animal. Just now that's going to make it into an article somewhere. <laughs> I know. Straight. <laughs> Seth Payne's into animals. <laughs> All right. We're done. We're out of time. Uh, Landry Locker, Wade Smith, Figgy Fig, they're up next. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Have a great day, everybody. Antibodies to you. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.